0: Welcome everybody to the underdog agenda today on the agenda. We have none other than Sadiqa Anderson
1: Yo, 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 yo,
0: yo What's going down man? So Sadiqa, how do you describe yourself? Um man
1: I'm say I'm just chilling man. I I think I'm a pretty chill guy, but uh I think I'm also kind of comical kind of goofy, kind of sarcastic, kind of fun. So yeah. Yeah. Down to earth all, all all I think all those things uh
0: fit fit the vibe, dog. So you go to MCSU here in the masters program for recording arts, right? Yes sir. Yes sir. I just
1: uh yeah, I got I got in um a couple of years back after after getting out of my undergrad at Jacksonville State University, shout out Marching Southerners. Um, but yeah, I just realized, man, I, I like sound. I really like manipulating sound. So I heard about this school and figured that
0: this was a, the right next step. Okay. So you went to, like you said, Jacksonville State, but you're originally from Marietta, Georgia. Yeah. How did you end up in Jacksonville?
1: Oh, man. um I guess because – oh, well, not I guess, but like 100 – I tell everybody this. The only reason that I went to JSU is for the marching band and the marching Southerners. And if that band was at any other college, I simply would have just went there. Um, man. Because, yeah. Yeah, man. I I, I loved marching band. Uh, started it my junior year of high school. Fell in love with it. And then um, saw the Southerners – in a senior year, I think it was, of high school. Or no, it was the junior year still, I think. Anyway, I saw them, and I was like, man, look at all these nerds still in marching band in college. And, like, they were all just, like, kind of, you know, doing their formations or whatever around the field. And then, uh, yeah, they, like, were facing backfield and all turned around and hit that first note. And I was like, holy, like, yeah, this is where I'm going. Like, yeah, so... From that second, I was like, um, "Yeah, I just want to go play in that band," and that's what I did, and had a great experience. Traveled the world with them, so it was super dope. So you play
0: saxophone? Did you play saxophone in marching band?
1: Yeah, yeah, I played. um, I actually only played Barry sax in marching band, but I play, you know, all saxophones. I specialize on. Barry and Alto now. I used to specialize on tenor and Barry, and then it was before that, or after that, Soprano and Barry.
0: Uh, but right now, Barry and Alto is what I'm on. For your individual releases, like on Spotify and everything, you don't play saxophone, you sing. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I have one... I think I only have one song out right now that I've actually played saxophone on called uh, mm. Insomniac. And yeah, that I felt like it fit the vibe. Just some sleepy, sleepy type-ish. So, um, but I don't know. I've, I, I, I have, uh, I guess, re my confidence in some of my playing. So you might be hearing it more
0: in future releases. Yeah, yeah. I just saw you uh, did some performances uh, around your area. Just playing saxophone. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh,
1: Where was that? That was at liquid smoke in Murfreesboro with, I, I got asked to uh, play with the black tie affair, which is the band of David Overstreet. Um, And yeah, he just kind of got a couple of us together. We played some R and B songs and it was a, it was a real nice set. Um, It was nice to get back on the
0: horn, man. And, play with people who played well, so really well. So, yeah. You also just recently had a music video done with Disappointer and Ivy Angel for your song Shooting Star. How was that? Oh,
1: snap. This man, I see you digging. You digging. I, say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I know you're staying updated, pulling out the mm-hmm. the show, and uh, yeah, for sure. That, that was super fun. So that music video just released, uh, Shooting Star it is under disappointer.official7 i believe on youtube um but yeah the song is shooting star by disappointer and featuring me and yeah we actually shot that music video back in december oh um yeah and i just like it it's kind of that's kind of like one of the first things that i've really shot and i wasn't sure how to go about some of the footage and like making edits so I kind of just took this semester, like in my second video class to like learn more about editing and yeah, how to, how to best complement, I guess, the song and tell a story through the footage that was shot.
0: Right. Yeah. I noticed that you, you did direct and edit the entire video yourself. How was it like doing all of that and being on camera at the same time? oh man um luckily for me, I had an awesome
1: uh an awesome like uh, uh, I would say assistant kind of co uh director. He didn't really want to take the uh hmm. i guess the credits for it, but I did have a lot of help coming from Disappointer DeAndre McCallum on there, so it was i don't know he he had the idea of getting the girls getting a girl and going to um like just an area to show kind of a good time. And
0: uh yeah, I don't know. And that's how y'all ended up in the arcade. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It was funny. He called me, he was like, Man, I just realized uh he called me like last week. He was like, Man, I just realized where we're in an arcade, and it's cause love is a game, man. I was like, Sheesh, ain't that the truth, man? I just got stood up tonight. Damn. No, I just get I didn't get stood up. I didn't get stood up. <laughs> jeez maybe i don't know um i don't know i was gonna say something before that oh yeah yeah so um yeah it was it was a lot to think about but definitely like one thing when i was looking back at all the footage um is i kind of realized that just whatever you're thinking like just go for that idea and like it'll if if you do it you know obviously do it well enough but it'll it'll turn out. Um, pretty good because i i think something that hindered me is just like being a little uh too safe with some of the shots i was taking right um and then seeing the shots that i went a little bit out the box or that deandre took and kind of did some unconventional things i look back and i'm like man i i like how this turned out so just moving forward like i think i'm gonna yeah try and do more of what just move off impulse what comes to mind
0: you know, I noticed uh in one of the shots, a Disappointer was um in the parking lot in front of your car. <laughs> and I was I was sort of expecting you to be sitting in the driver's seat, like watching everything happen. Oh you know, man. I think that would have been a really cool shot.
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh dude, we man, that that honestly we could've like uh used to just play off more of the story. Yeah. Um kind of just the fact that like Cause like I don't know in there like you know his verse is about being with a girl, my verse is about not being with her anymore. Right. So like in the video, you know he's with her, I'm not with one. So like you know what I'm saying I think I think that yeah we could have we could have played with that shot that you're talking about we made it happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, marching band over at Jacksonville State. Did you do marching band like in high school before then?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I only um actually I say I only did it two years officially like my junior and senior year but my freshman year i went to a private school and they had this thing that was like a pep band that would play sometimes uh, on friday nights and i played in that it wasn't really marching band but that was like yeah i guess my first experience and i actually played tenor sax and tenor drums Mm. uh in that as well as bass so <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah yeah so that was kind of fun man of many talents yeah yeah hey, hey, hey that at hey, that school was like hey make some noise right get it, get a rhythm going something the crowd can like so i think the biggest thing we did was like play mario <laughs> like
0: boom and just hit a big boom. so yeah <laughs> your um was it unova city remix just lately
1: Oh was it Uh uh-huh, Was it right? Is uh it, uh, it, uh, uh yeah? no, that's so uh, that's close that's close. That's a region for sure. Uh, uh Unova
0: region. A region.
1: No, it it's uh it was actually it's Opa City. Opelucid uh, City. Damn. Yeah, Opelucid City. White remix. But it is in the Unova region. Yes sir. Right. Yes sir. You, you, you close, Getting that all
0: kinds huh? of mixed up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I on your story and and we personally talked about there being some backlash <laughs> about the name on the cover oh my gosh
1: yeah man i um, the thought behind it so i i made the cover and i just kind of like put young deke on there because i used to always go around my house like like when i was a kid and t- almost terrorizing my folks i would uh doing an imitation of Lil Wayne because he always used to be like, Young Lula, baby. So I would run around the house being like, Young Deacon. Yeah, what it is, Young Deacon, baby. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just thought that would be funny to kind of put on the cover because it was, right, you know, just kind of like a almost a freestyle. It was like a, I like to do remixes of songs that I've heard or like that I like, obviously. So like that all has its, I guess, its own genre within my genre um and so kind of just for yeah for the freestyle for the fun remixes i just kind of put that there um just like yeah this is supposed it was it was it was just there to be like oh yeah this is supposed to be more fun right and uh yeah my mom called me and she was like oh why'd you put that on there like i need to know what you're doing like you're gonna do you know how many young and this and young that are out there, like <laughs> becoming another one of these? And I was like, Mom, oh my gosh. And then a friend of mine called me and said the same thing, like he was, or he didn't say the same thing, he was basically like, Yeah, man, that was a great release, great song. I don't know how much I agree with having young Deegan on the cover, don't do that again, but that was great. <laughs> and I was like, What? Like, man. yeah, so yeah, I and but I, I. Yeah, I I I don't know. I guess I do appreciate like uh people that I don't know see it see it that way, care enough that much. Like I right, don't know. We'll see. but but at the same time, I'm like, but don't worry, I'm Sadiq Anderson, baby. That's that's how we're rocking. That's how we're rocking.
0: Yeah, I mean that's one thing. You know, you just gotta be grateful. You know, that people are looking out for you, but don't pay it that much mind. You know. Yeah, for
1: sure, for sure. Cause I um, I mean. Yeah. I would much rather have that than like nobody saying anything and just letting me make like a tomfool of myself. Right. Um, yeah. So, so I'd, I'd much rather appreciate that.
0: Shooting Star was a collaboration with Disappointer. Who would you say is like your dream collaboration to work with? Man. Um,
1: my dream collaboration to work with used to be Kendrick, but not anymore, man. Um, that's such a tough question now. I I like we uh, rapper producer or just in general? Just, just in me, general, anybody. In general? I would really I would really like to work with 2 for 1 and Jack Harlow, man. Um huh. I yeah, I would I would really like to work with them. Um either 2 for 1 and Jack Harlow or oh wow. Yeah, yeah. I guess three three groups of people named come to mind, and I'm sorry, um, I know you're just asking for one, but I'd say no, you're good enough okay, 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 I'd say two for one and Jack Harlow, I'd say logic and six, okay, um, and I would say Mike Dean and Travis Scott huh those are like my top three pairs of people that i I want to work with, um because I love the loudness and. And, and craziness and synthesizers And just outlandish um, effects and sounds And soundscape of Mike Dean and Travis Scott's music They also use a lot of distortion And I'm kind of a fan with that um, Logic and Six Just that classic kind of boom bat feel um, Just good drums I don't know if you've heard Metropolis by him But just a lot of Yeah, just kind of Just I feel like he does a great job telling a story when he wants to. And Six always, Six never misses with a beat that he's made. I've never heard a bad beat by Six. Um, So always going to be able to rely on him. Two for One and Jack Harlow because um, of Jack Harlow's Loose album and Gazebo. Um, And Two for One's work on those albums, as well as Two for One's work on his own stuff. Uh, there's a song called Yo Yo, uh, and there's another one. Oh man, I'm gonna have to look it up that I really like. Um, but he's he's another person who just will make some unconventional, unconventional sonic choices that just wind up sounding dope. Um, and I actually met two for one, dude. Oh wow, uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that's who I was uh talking about. When I, when I told you uh, about fumbling a bag, oh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't actually, uh, you know, I didn't actually like fumble it or anything. I just, uh, think, 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 uh, I was a little, I was a little too shell shocked. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to avoid that. Was this, um, was this at the uh, Jack Carlo concert at MTSU? It man, it was actually, so I didn't
1: get tickets to the concert cause they sold out and I was, I would, went to my teacher and I needed an extra mix session. So I was like, hey, like, can you help me out uh, so I can get this done? He was like, yeah, I'll give you this mix session Wednesday at like 4 p.m. Like, okay, cool. And then like, I realized it was during the concert, but I didn't have tickets anyway. So I posted on my story. I was like, LOL, can someone get me some tickets? And so anyway, while I was in there mixing, who walks in but um this guy named Forrest who used to go to MTSU and like a bunch of people. Um, and so I like, you know, being me, like I see them at the door, kind of beckon them in. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? Like y'all doing a tour or something here? Like, what's up? And I like introduced myself and he was like, nah, like my name's Forrest. Uh, we were actually doing a show tonight. And I was like, okay. And like, kind of like, this is said as I'm like going down the line, introducing myself, like saying, like, hey, I'm Sadiqa, what's your name? I'm just like shaking everyone's hand. And then about the third person, I think, third or fourth, two for one. No, yeah, third person. I'm like, hey, like, you know, what's your name? I'm Sadiqa. And he's got like a hoodie on, whatever, like kind of, kind of, you know, like designer hoodie, whatever. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm two for one. And I immediately, like, as my hands, are like shaking his hand, I'm like, Oh, okay. And tried to like calm myself down and like, yeah, re uh, regroup. It was, it was just, it was, it was funny. It was funny. But, uh, yeah, so no, they, they were real cool. They were real cool. Um, messaged them and, just, yeah, kind of just keep in touch kind of thing. And, uh,
0: I know that you've been, you talk about mixing sessions. Is this, uh, one of the tape mixings? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. How would you like, compare you know working on tape versus working digitally (sighs) okay
1: so (laughs) golly well obviously you cannot edit out breaths um or or make like little i mean unless you're a bad man pajamba um making like window cuts and stuff like that so that's one thing i totally missed i liked however not looking at a screen um because sometimes I feel like myself watching watching too much of the visual feedback that Dawes give you. Um, so working in tape definitely taught me to just like remember to listen, and also it taught me, like not to be afraid to make just commitments to things. Because um, that that was the other thing about tape is that like a lot of it, like when you do it, it's there, it, like especially in recording, like you get, we found out that doing a pass and then doing punch ins, it was like the best way to work. Because um, usually you can, if you can get, if you can get the drums, the in the, well, basically if you can get the rhythm section down, everything else can be is going to be a lot easier to punch in. Like if, as long as I have my solid, like mm-hmm. rhythm, no messed up stuff. Um, Cause you can kind of punch in the vocals and guitar parts and solos and rhythm guitar or whatever. If there's some like different part. Um But if you don't got those drums, bass and like uh drums, bass, Oh yeah, I guess it would be rhythm guitar. Sorry, drums-based rhythm guitar or acoustic even. Like if you don't got that down, like <sighs> it's just gonna be hell trying to click on every track that you need to punch in. Um and then you kinda kind of feel the like how the tape machine itself works and like how the punch option works, because it's not like in Pro Tools where you, or a different DAW where you can just like hit the punch button and it'll be a, have been recording beforehand. So if you miss a punch, you can like, you know, kind of find the spot that you needed. It's like, it's like, yeah, if you miss a punch, you're going to hear it the next time you play it back. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was fun. It also taught me some, just made me think differently about some of my effects processing, like using, using some buses more and summon signals and uh yeah yeah just creating chains of stuff i don't know like it's it's one thing to just like pull up the signal or pull up the plug and put it on there but like i felt like when i was thinking about it with the patch bay there was i don't know interesting to explain i don't know exactly how to explain it it's probably just some malarkey i really enjoyed it honestly um i really like the way that tape saturation sounds yeah just like working with that as a medium like you only have 24 tracks that you can record at a time and it's really 22 because like you need time code in a guard track so it's like you you have to sometimes like figure out okay Maybe I've got 36 microphones going at once, like how am I going to record this? I only have 24 tracks I can use. And so that's where kind of like summing beforehand and you have to get a lot of sounds like before they hit the machine. Yeah. Um. So mic choice is a huge thing too, which granted it still is in digital, like for sure. Like, but you have a little bit more uh, flexibility.
0: I would say the digital is probably a lot more forgiving than tape.
1: Yeah, for sure. Tape also tape you you will never hear it. Like whatever you record to the tape is not what you're going to hear coming off of it, and then it like degrades over time. So like the tape I have now, like it probably sounds completely different than when I turned it in for my review. Like it's probably just lost like a bunch of high end even in that sort of like a span of time yeah, yeah 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 probably yeah it's been a month now yeah it's probably it's probably lost like it probably hasn't lost like an insane amount of high end but it's probably lost like a noticeable amount like it's gonna probably sound darker um and that's like a- also another thing like when you go to record like you one thing that we started thinking of is that we might want to record brighter to account for degradation. Um, and we found that that worked pretty well.
0: I wanted to ask uh, one last question. If you weren't doing music, what do you think like career wise you would be doing? I think, I think I'd be playing basketball. Yeah.
1: I think, yeah, I think I'd be playing basketball. Um, Or soccer, something I'd be doing something athletic. Um man, I got a most valuable forward rugby plaque on my wall, man. So you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I was running, I was running, I was working. But yeah, no, I've I and I've honestly thought about um just like getting my handles back up and like just being a lot sharper um with my basketball. Cause honestly, if I wanted to like I feel like I could make a nice little bag like playing overseas if they need players, man. But um, yeah, so
0: anyway, that, I, I, think, I think that's what I would be doing. I wanted to ask another thing. I feel like we had, if I remember correctly, yeah, um, we had a very brief conversation about you being interested in like fashion design. Yeah,
1: we did. Wow. Yeah, no, I would totally do that too. yeah i would totally do that or be a um my mom wants me to model really badly
0: dude you should totally go for it
1: i i'm thinking about it man um i i think i could do it well dude if
0: we get if we get some ua merch bro i'm hitting you up free hoodie oh dude let me know dude please let me know i really want to do like a denim jacket With embroidered on the back, the big uh, the Doberman, yeah, the Doberman logo. Should be kind of hard, dude. Yeah, you know, it's like the white canvas sleeves, like the yeah, it's like almost Letterman, but like a denim, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel like that'd be sick, bro. That'd be, dude. That'd be like that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd give it a real uh, uh, grunge, like just yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, man, it's been great. Um, I will let you know, you know, what's going on, and um, to whoever's listening, thank you. Do you have any, you know, final words?
1: Um, man, thanks again, man. It's uh, shoot, always a pleasure to talk to you first off. <laughs>
0: Thank you. And,
1: <laughs> you're welcome, man. You're welcome. And always a pleasure to talk about, uh, yeah, music and the sonics, dog. Uh, the Instagram is
0: S-E-A-D-E-E-K underscore. That is uh, my Instagram. And uh, we will be shouting you out on the socials and everything and, and linking you everywhere we can. So uh thanks for coming on, man.
1: Nah, yeah, for real. It was it was totally an honor. <laughs> cool. Much love, brother. Be safe and we will talk soon. Peace.